Every game, every team, every angle. Locked on game to game, your team every day. Hey everyone and welcome into Locked On Game to Game Big Ten Edition. I'm Jordan Black. It is rivalry week, week 13 of the college football season, and it saw Michigan and Ohio State as the last unbeatens and one of the best rivalries in college sports. Plus, Nebraska looking to break its five-game losing streak, taking on Iowa, 11th-ranked Penn State, welcoming the Spartans in a Big Ten East showdown, while Minnesota met rival Wisconsin and Illinois looking to avoid giving Northwestern its second win on the year. Let's kick it off with the game of the week. Number two, Ohio State welcoming in number three, Michigan to Columbus. C.J. Stroud and the Buckeyes were favored by most. But the Wolverines ranked top in the nation in total defense and showed that off this afternoon, picking off Stroud twice on their way to a 45-23 victory. Michigan's defense held the Buckeyes to just a field goal in the second half, and running back Donovan Edwards held it down for the Wolverines on the offensive end, rushing for 216 yards and two touchdowns in an incredible Incredible performance. What a game it was. Locked on Wolverines host Isaiah Hole has the post-game reaction from Columbus. This is Isaiah Hole from Locked on Wolverines here to talk very briefly about a game that no one expected to go the way it did, and that is Michigan's 45-23 win over rival Ohio State in Columbus. It's a 22-point win after 22 years of having not beaten Ohio State. They did it through an incredible pass game in the first half and then sealed it with incredible run game and defense in the second half. So this was a giant win that's propelled Michigan to the Big Ten Championship game and likely the college football playoff. It's just not what anyone was expecting considering everyone thought that this was going to be Ohio State's to lose, but Michigan came down to Columbus and won it emphatically, and they did it without their best player. And Locked On Buckeyes host Jay Stevens goes into Ohio State's first loss of the season for us. Unacceptable. That's the first word that comes to my mind to describe what we just witnessed as for the second year in a row. Ohio State loses to the Michigan Wolverines with the final score of 45-23. to 23. What's up, guys? My name is Jay Stevens, the host of Locked on Buckeyes. And all week, people, not myself, but people have said with Blake Quorum's injury, with him not being 100% and potentially not playing, that would be everything that we needed to know about Michigan's offense and if they could move the ball against Ohio State. Blake Quorum played a little bit, didn't play much in this game. But that wasn't the deciding factor. The Buckeyes got bullied. That's the best word I can describe. Bullied in the trenches. J.J. McCarthy made plays with his arm and his leg, had numerous plays through the air where he gashed the Buckeyes secondary. Donovan Edwards, big runs, a 70-yard, 70 70-plus-yard touchdown run and an 80-plus-yard touch, 80 touchdown run late in the game in the fourth quarter. Bam, bam, extending a lead for the Wolverines. And Ryan Day has some things to work on, not just schematically, but also with physicality. Because I did not think the Buckeyes would get bullied like this against the Wolverine, but that's exactly how the cookie crumbled on Saturday afternoon and the shoot. Check out Lock on Buckeyes. We're going to talk about this game a lot throughout the week. 11th ring Penn State hosted the Spartans 
who have been struggling all season long. Not much surprise in the box score here. The Nittany Lions pull off the big win, 35-16. to Sean Clifford throwing for four touchdowns, completing 19 of his 24 passes. Penn State's defense also adding an interception and holding the Spartans to just 25 yards on the ground. Penn State continuing its stellar season and locked on Nittany Lions host Zach Seiko has the breakdown for us. Hey, it's Zach Seiko with Locked On Nittany Lions. Penn State wins over Michigan State 35-16. to Senior day, Sean Clifford stepped up big time. Had 202 yards, 19 of 24 through the air, four touchdowns, and played the game that honestly mattered the most to him at this point. It's his final game at Beaver Stadium. Uh, other seniors like Jair Brown had a good game, P.J. Mustafer. And how about the tight ends? Tyler Warren, Theo Johnson, Three touchdown receptions all together. Penn State's going to finish 10-2 and two on the season when really the expectations were 7-5, and 8-4 and four at best. They are destined for a New Year's Six Bowl, and they played really one heck of a season. I can argue that James Franklin did his best coaching job at nine years at Penn State, and now it's just a matter of figuring out where they're going to play next, and there's a lot to look forward to for the 2023 season. Remember to like and subscribe on YouTube at Locked On Nittany Lines and follow on Twitter as well. Support us by supporting our sponsors. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. The Paul Bunyan Axe was up for grabs as Minnesota traveled to Wisconsin. In the nation's oldest rivalry dating back to 1890, Wisconsin looked to avenge its loss from last year. Now at home, the Badgers looking to turn their fortunes around, but this one belonged to the visitors. Minnesota claiming the 23-16 dub over the Badgers and improving to 8-4 on the year. Wisconsin did lead by three going into the fourth, but a touchdown by wideout Lameek Rockington late gave the Gophers the victory. Locked on Golden Gophers host Kane Robb goes into the huge win. Holy heart attack. The Gophers squeaked that one out against the Badgers in the rivalry week bringing home the axe back to back the first time since the 90s. This rivalry is renewed and the offense was cruising. Ethan Kelly McManus was dropping dimes out there. Some amazing catches. We got away from ourselves a little bit with how we were playing in the game and what was finding success, but they got back to it at the end of the game and were able to close it out. The defense, three three and outs in a row and then held strong in the final two minutes. What a win for the Gophers, 23-16. to 16. They're bringing the Axe back home, and now it's on to the bowl game. Locked on Badgers host Ryan Herrings goes into the loss for Wisconsin. The Badgers drop a heartbreaker to Minnesota in the Axe game. In the biggest game of the year, Grammar's with a late interception to really um, kill the Badgers' last hopes here. I am Ryan Herrings, your host of Locked On Badgers, and it was, this was was trending as the most important game of the year. Jim Leonard is about to be named the head coach, and a lot of coaches on this staff are auditioning for their jobs, and the offense faltered. They had a lead 16-13, and the offense had three straight three and outs. They can never get going again, and eventually the defense just cracked. So it was a failure on multiple levels by the Badgers' offense. They couldn't get a consistent running game going, and Graham Mertz, um, had a terrible game, missed open receivers, missed an open touchdown pass, uh, slid too early on what would have been a third down conversion, and then threw just a back-breaking interception with three-plus minutes left in the fourth quarter with a receiver open down the field. Tough, tough loss for the Badgers. Tough, tough loss for Badger fans, and not the way you want to go into the offseason. 
For more on the Badgers, tune into Locked On Badgers, your team every single day. Indiana looking to find a happier ending to the season. Saturday showing against the Purdue Boilermakers the opportunity for that. Indiana had only four wins going into the showdown, so bowl aspirations weren't on the table, but a win against the rival Boilermakers could just end the year with that positivity they were looking for. However, Purdue wins it with ease over the Hoosiers, 30-16. to 16. The Purdue was only held to a field goal in the first half. Quarterback Aiden O'Connell threw for two touchdowns, and quarterback Corey Trice returned an interception for six more for Purdue. Locked on Hoosiers host Jacob Rude has the postgame for us. A sad and disappointing end of the season for IU football on Saturday. This is Jacob over at Locked on Hoosiers. It was a day that started off with lots of promise, uh, but ultimately was marred by the the pretty gruesome injury to Dexter Williams, who had to be carted off the field, air cast on his leg. It looked really bad. It was a it was a bright start to the day uh, with him at quarterback. IU looked up for it, ready to play the part of spoiler to produce Big Ten uh, title chances, but his injury just completely flipped the landscape of the game. IU went into the half leading, but never felt like a team that was really in control after that injury, uh, and ultimately Purdue blew this one wide open in the second half and fourth quarter, um, scored 28 of 31 points in the second half before a garbage time touchdown, literally as time expired, and really left no doubt in this one. It was a season for IU that started off with lots of promise and hope that eventually kind of devolved into something much worse. There were glimmers at the end of the season, but there's still just lots of questions uh, about the program heading into the offseason. We'll talk about those questions and just the state of football at IU uh, plenty this week, so be sure you guys are subscribed. The Heroes game between Iowa and Nebraska always tends to entertain. This year, the Hawkeyes were the obvious favorites. Nebraska was coming off its fifth straight loss and has been underperforming on both ends of the ball. The Hawkeyes were in the midst of a four-game win streak before Saturday with one of the nation's best defenses to credit. But the Cornhuskers were motivated and pulled off this upset, winning 24-17. Nebraska's QB, Casey Thompson, threw for 278 yards and three touchdowns, while Iowa wasn't able to put together any offense until the second half in a comeback attempt. Locked on Hawkeyes host Trent Condon has the postgame reaction. Too many injuries and an awful offensive game plan leads to Iowa falling 24-17 to Nebraska, seeing their 14-game November winning streak come to an end in Nebraska for the first time in nine tries wins a game in this one. Also, the winning streak for Iowa comes to an end at seven games as Nebraska wins for the first time since 2014. The final 24-17, I'm Trent Condon with the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast as Iowa sees their chances of a Big Ten West championship certainly dwindle. They will need help tomorrow in order to get back to the championship game. They will need both upset victories out of Northwestern over the Illinois Fighting Illini and also an upset from Indiana against Purdue to get there. But don't deserve it after this one. A terrible game plan by Brian Ferentz not running the football early on. The injury to Spencer Petras. Cooper DeGene went down. Injuries were a problem, but overall, Iowa not good enough and got what they deserve as they fall to 7-5 and five on the season. We'll have a lot more coming up here on Locked On Hawkeyes. I'm Trent Condon. Thanks for joining us.
Rivalry week comes to an end in the Big Ten, and boy, it never disappoints. All eyes ahead now on bowl season. Each and every week, we'll continue to bring you all of the insight and analysis from across our Locked On network. Thank you so much for joining this week. I'm Jordan Black, and this has been Locked On Game to Game Big Ten Edition.